Hi, I'm Mary Beth, and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Katie. For practical motherly wisdom, I don't know, ask my mom. Good morning. Good morning. We are sitting at my new dining room table in my new house. Yes, in, in Southern California. In Orange County. Ryan and I spent many months searching and we're so excited we bought a house. Yes. So we've been living in Southern California since October of 2020 and we had moved from New York City and we spent from January, just this past January up until July, house hunting. So we moved in um, in at the end of July, and here we are. You and Dad have come to visit. Yes, we've so spent... excited. We've been here for ten days. We have yes. to leave tomorrow. Oh, it's so sad. It went by so fast. It always goes so fast. But I will say, it's been nice to have <clears throat> not be sharing the same bathroom and <laughs> be in five hundred square feet. Or you know, our previous homes have been so small, so it's been really fun to be able to right. have you guys here and have there be plenty of space for us all to be comfortable and three bedroom three bath home yeah nice backyard and yes my favorite thing on this trip has been able to see you and dad not do a million things all at the same time (laughs) like at your house there's always a list like a mile long of Mm -hmm. you know oh if you're going downstairs take this with you (laughs) and then as you're downstairs do the laundry and can you wash this and can you clean that and did you feed the chickens and the garlic needs to be picked (laughs) and there's just so many things so my hope was that in you coming here you could unplug and I swear dad was like uh Julie Andrews in Sound of Music where yes. she's like the hills are alive and she's yes. like spinning around that was dad yeah. on vacation yes and then I captured a good photo of you guys at Laguna Beach the other day we went to watch the sunset mm-hmm. and mom is just laid out flat with a big sun hat on top of her face and mm-hmm. dad's sitting up with you know laid back lounging with his sun hat on looking right. off into the distance and it was a right. moment I will not forget for a long right. time and I have about a four inch circle on my leg where I didn't get sunblock <laughs> <laughs> it looks Aww. like I got hit by a really big water balloon or something oh my or soft you could tell someone you got stung by a jellyfish oh, something or like or that. a little pup tiger right. shark right I actually saw one of those yes. it's I think the baby sharks are called pups Okay. But it was a tiger shark and mm-hmm. just too close to me for comfort. But right. So we, we just re-listened to our last podcast that mm-hmm. we recorded 11 months ago. It's been too long. Yeah. Way too long. And just kind of looking back at everything that's happened in this last year. And it mm-hmm. has been very eventful. And really no excuse for us not to have recorded. But we've just been thrown some different life curves and mm-hmm. just things have gone differently than, than mm-hmm. we anticipated. And we've just been really busy. Yeah. Speaking of thrown, in our last episode, we were in Maui. And mom had talked about how she got tumbled, thrown in a wave. Right. And that kind of launched her into a interesting chain of events right that, that that wave tumble was more impactful than we had imagined and looking back I probably pretty much got a concussion yeah during that mm-hmm. um, during that tumble and I also uh, injured my knee a little more than I had imagined also and mm. I've been nurturing this knee babying the knee nursing the knee for about eight years mm-hmm. trying to keep it from 
getting any worse. And every couple of years, I've had these injections of a gel in between the joint to kind of help it last a little longer. And I finally got to the point where this knee needs to be replaced. And when I went in to see my surgeon in December, he said, yeah, you're definitely, you're bone on bone and it's pretty bad. And Um, It needs to be replaced, but these injections I had done made me have to wait another 90 days. It wasn't until March. So we went to Maui in October and then, yeah, knew quickly after that you needed some help, but you had to wait until March. Right. So that was a long time to wait. And And you were like hardly walking. Right. And living in a house with stairs, you know, you have to go up and down every day. Mm. Definitely began to compensate and kind of walk wonky and kind of messed up my body some. So I'm definitely uh, in recovery. I'm six months out now from knee replacement surgery, which is, that's not for wimps. Mm. (laughs) It's a a, uh, pretty difficult surgery to, to recover from and a lot of physical therapy and Again, stairs every single day have been mm-hmm. good for me to do. Good to, you know, to exercise the knee. But we've walked a lot here. We have, yeah. Yes, every single day. And again, lots of stairs or ramps because we're in the Laguna Beach area. Mm-hmm. And to get to the beach, you're going way down. The- yeah, like Thousand Step Beach, <clears throat> we didn't really know what that meant, but apparently <clears throat> it's a thousand stairs. <laughs> I thought it was like a long walk. It's a very hilly area and also reminds us of Wailea. There's a really pretty right. area, a walkway kind of by the Montage Hotel where it's all manicured and all the palm trees and plumeria and bougainvillea mm-hmm. and it just looks so picturesque and we've been able to watch the sunset there mm-hmm. a few times which has been very enjoyable Gosh, have we done it four times already oh, yeah. yeah oh and one day we got to see the sunrise and the sunset right which we ended up going on a hot air balloon ride mm-hmm. to celebrate both of our wedding anniversaries which one is it for you guys 41 41 and ryan and i as of tomorrow uh it will be our eighth anniversary nice. and then we also celebrated my birthday and you're half my age yeah and we had actually gone earlier in the week we got up at 3 a.m drove to Temecula to get there just before six and it just got super foggy and the marine layer did not look like it was going to clear and we saw a few balloons go up 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 in the fog and then you can't see them anymore and the scary thing there is they come down to land they can't see where they're landing but anyways i told everyone in the bus ride that it was my birthday and i prayed that i wouldn't die on my birthday so it was really (laughs) our fault that we weren't taking off but then another group there were about six of them from israel right and the gentleman was saying how his mom was back in israel praying that they wouldn't go on the hot air balloon so i was like you know you can't compete with the power of prayer right right especially a mother's prayer right yeah right but then we were able to reschedule for a couple days later and it was such a beautiful day oh it was the best that morning we left the house and we're oh i don't know five or ten minutes down the road yeah and someone in the car realized we won't throw them under the bus (laughs) right (laughs) or under the balloon they realized they forgot their sunglasses Uh and you really need your sunglasses when you're at a sunrise yeah looking in the view so I was driving, and our car's name is Stella, so my dad mm-hmm. was like, Stella Granatelli to the rescue! <laughs> and I just, you know, pedaled to the metal, right. got us there still in time, right. and it was just the most beautiful view. If you've not gone in a hot air balloon, this was our second time, because yes. the first time, my dad wasn't in town, so this time, 
Dad was there, so it was mom, dad, Ryan, and I. Right. And what's so incredible is any other time you lift off in life, like when you're in an elevator or a roller coaster or an airplane, you really feel the impact of gravity and like the force working against you as you lift off or take off or go really fast. And there was no feeling like that at all in a hot air balloon. It's like all of the sudden, there you are, you're up, you're 50 feet, 100 feet up in the air. And it ended up being a very clear day and we could see really far and we flew up high, came back down low. We drifted just over a vineyard went over an orange grove Mm -hmm. and the guy who was our pilot has a Airbnb hotel he's building in Kenya and he does the hot air balloons there. And he was saying how they would go over lions and zebras and float over them. So we didn't see those, but (laughs) it was was still really beautiful. We really, really enjoyed it. So that day we saw the sunrise Mm -hmm. in Temecula. We came home, we took a nap (laughs) and then got back up later and ate and then made it to Treasure Island Beach yes. in Laguna and saw this beautiful, beautiful sunset. The sun mm-hmm. was like hot pink. Yeah. And then after it set, there was this really pretty afterglow where the sun mm-hmm. just, or the sky just continued to change color. It was right. so pretty. Those The last 10 minutes that the sun is up, mm-hmm. it's like everybody just kind of stops what they're doing at the beach oh, yeah. and everybody is facing the sun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just kind of like you're all enjoying this experience together oh, and yeah. then gosh i'm getting emotional these <laughs> tears smile it was it was really emotional it was really special and there's people there that are getting ready to propose and there's oh, yeah. wedding photos you know going on and and then as soon as the right when the last little bit of the sun goes behind the horizon of the of the water, everybody yeah. claps, yeah, and you yeah. get all these oohs and yeah. ahs. And, yeah, yeah, the communal applause is is great because it's yeah. such a masterful thing that none of us have control over, but we yeah. all get to enjoy yeah. together. That's, that was just earlier this week. and So we did the hot air balloon thing, and then to get back to what we were talking about. Yes, with your knee. Yes. When you have a big change like having knee replacement surgery, you just can't get on with life like normal. Like, Mm. you know, in January and February, when I wanted to start all my seeds, I actually got most of those started, but then the maintaining of them and taking care of them over the next few months was difficult. And my garden is a big part of my life. And Mm -hmm. so that was just kind of different to try to, how do I have enough energy today to do what I need to do to keep this going? And it was... It's different. It takes a lot to slow you down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, do you, what do you always say? You're like a 60-something-year-old trapped yeah. in... Well, no, or you, no, 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 I'm 23. Yes, yes. <laughs> my mind, my brain, my spirit, my soul is about 23 years old. Uh-huh. But my body is 66 <laughs> So you self-identify as a 23-year-old. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a 23 good one. was a good year. Yeah. I liked being 23. That was yeah. a really good time in life. You're still naive enough <laughs> as a young person to think you can do anything yeah yeah, yeah. that was a year lived in Gramercy in New York City and staying up until 6 a.m partying and fun times wow so we've, we've been up to a lot it's been a year of you going through 
all of your healing with your knee, recovery, nurturing your garden and your chickens and your turkeys <laughs> and us buying a house and... Oh, so much house hunting. Yeah, yeah, the house hunting, it's an interesting journey when you're doing it with a spouse and Ryan and I have not lived in the area that we wanted to buy a house and he's from Fullerton, but we didn't want to buy a house there. So we were investigating new areas to live. So it took us several months of driving around several different neighborhoods and just doing research about the demography, the schools, the, you know, where are the grocery stores and... And you would go to like a local coffee shop and that yeah. would tell you a lot about yeah, the area. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we lived in downtown New York City and uptown and we we kind of have had a lot of different life experiences and it's interesting when you have had that experience and then priorities in life change and mm-hmm. you're just ready for something else. And I, at first we thought we wanted to be in Costa Mesa because there's so many cool cultural spots and the fun coffee shops and the craft breweries and it's near the beach. It's a little grittier, a little grungier, but still really interesting and up and coming in ways. And we went to a coffee shop there one day and as we walked out, we were both like, "What? How do you, how do you feel about that?" <laughs> and we both were like, "Man, we feel so old." Everyone was studying, and you know, college students. And until you see a college student, you don't think you're that much older than college. But I graduated college ten years ago, and you know, people that are influencers talking about photo shoots, and you know, we came from the heart and soul, the heartbeat of influencers in New York City and just feeling like, you know, we kind of, we've had that. And mm-hmm. you would maybe, go on evening walks too. And yeah. you could find out a lot about a neighborhood in an evening walk. Oh yeah. And that's actually part of how we stumbled upon where we landed. Ryan, one day after, um, in the evening, he had driven to this neighborhood, Aliso Viejo, and he was saying how around like five o'clock, all he saw were um, couples, you know, some around our age, some around your guys' age, mm-hmm. and walking. Some had their dog. Some were riding bikes. And it seemed like a very active culture. And people were talking with each other, driving through a neighborhood. It seemed like people knew each other. And they'd stop in their car and say hello. And so we started to grow fond of this area. And that's where we ended up buying a house. Right. But one thing it made me think of was... Along that whole journey, there were so many moments where Ryan and I had to go over our priorities, our dream lists. And one thing our agent had us do was both write a list separately of like our dreams of what we wanted in our dream home. And I think you could apply this to anything in life. You can also call this dreamscaping. We do this a lot of like, what is it that you love in life or that you want in life? Goals that you may have super duper long term, you know, before you die kind of goals or even in this present year and then what's not working what things are making you stressed what right. what are you not enjoying about life what's weighing you down and you kind of both do it separately and then you bring it together and you right. talk through it and you find where the common ground is and you kind of find where you need to compromise or where there could be balance between the two we did this for the house hunt and it had me thinking about how ryan and i before we got married a lot of the work that we did leading up to engagement was learning about how each of us make decisions because you don't realize how much whether it's you know are we going to eat out today or are we going to make food at home today those are seemingly little things but when it comes to money when it comes to work when it comes right. to where you live and 
and if you have kids and how you parent, those things often are a lot of little decisions that compound into a big decision or when it's like, how at the end of the day, do you choose to go left or right? If both seem kind of okay. Right. And so like for eight years of you guys not eating out, how much yeah. money have you saved towards this home? Oh my goodness. Well, the fun one was <laughs> manicures. Okay. So before we got married, right. I got a gel uh, light or a light to do the gel nails. And there's a song that Ryan made up. He's like, my gel kit brings all the girls to the yard because all my friends would want to come get their gel nail manicure from me. I spent 80 bucks for the full setup of the initial nail polishes and the gel light, the LED light. And I have done my own nails ever since we got married. So eight years Uh and we were like adding it all up. That was like over $6,000 that I've saved. Right. And some people just not, so easily spend 30, yeah, 40, 50 yeah, bucks. Yeah. Or Ryan and yeah. I are each other's hairdressers, okay. which that one took a lot of trust. And I will hold a mirror and coach him on the back and I do the yeah. front. But mm-hmm. there yeah. are different things. Ryan and I are very frugal and we enjoy, it's almost like a sport of like how we can save money. That's how we paid off my student loans. That's how we save for a house. That's how we're sitting here at our own dining room table. Right. Is many, many years of that saving in the little ways so that in the big ways we could. Right. Mark and I are at the other end of that, looking at retirement and where are we going to live? Mm. And we've lived in our house for 33 years mm-hmm. and we know every inch of it mm-hmm. and we love it. And yet it's probably not the best house for us to do the rest of our life in. Yeah. Your priorities have changed. Your right, needs right. have changed. Yeah, and one of our children has asked us to move to another state to be close mm-hmm. to them and their children. And that's very appealing. And yet the weather there is horrible. Yeah. Every, when everyone has a storm shelter, it's like, yeah, that's, that's a different way of living. Right. And, sure. you know, and I get an email from Zillow every day showing mm-hmm. me the houses there that cost, they're twice the size of ours and cost mm-hmm. half the price. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we're having to look for a place that we can afford to live in. Our yeah. state is getting more and more unaffordable. We hear our property taxes are going to go up another like 40% next Oof. year. And our house is paid off, and yet it costs us so much money just to live there. Mm-hmm. And do I want to keep working just to pay for our taxes? It's kind of you know not realistic. And you know I've started my list of for my dream home, I have mm. to be able to see the sun every day. Yeah. And preferably, I want to be able to see the sunset and the sunrise. Oh, yeah. And, you know, even... Um, right now, every day, um, I love to see the sunset and the sunrise. And I, mm-hmm. I see the little glow in the sky, the color. It's like, oh, i got to run outside mm-hmm. and see that. And so, you know, making those lists mm-hmm. of what's important to you and really where do you want to live and what's more important, the people that you're near, the relationships mm-hmm. or the weather or both or the cost of living. And so you guys have made those lists. Oh yeah. We started in January and all the way up until July, we were narrowing in. We started, if you think of it like a pyramid, we started at the bottom of the pyramid with all of our thoughts and ideas of what we prioritized. And we kind of ranked things of like, what about the neighborhood was going to be important to us or the size of the home or what's in the home. And we got pretty, pretty detailed. And as we started to then investigate what the options were, that also helped inform and kind of narrow the way up the pyramid and we were able to cross off some neighborhoods that we just decided they don't have the type of food that we want here or they don't have the type of outdoor space Mm -hmm. that we want 
or we maybe don't know that we'll be here 10 years for it to be the the nicer up and coming place versus what it Mm -hmm. is now and right so you finally narrowed down to a specific neighborhood that yeah. you wanted to live in. We, wow. Yeah, we even put in an offer on our neighbor's place and <laughs> right. they beat us out. But it's just interesting. If you're someone who has the outlook in life that everything happens for a reason, I think you can, in hindsight, much better see when things don't work out the way that you had hoped or that you think they would, you can look back and be like, wow, I'm so thankful XYZ did not happen. Because you put offers on eight houses? Eight houses. And we got beat out by all cash offers and just pretty wild things where people would waive all the contingencies. And Ryan and I are not in the place to do that bold and risky of a move. But the place that we got was so much better in so many ways than all the other ones that we put offers on. And I couldn't be more thankful I mean, that just we landed to, where we are. Right. When when we look through your home, we've done remodeling recently. Mm-hmm. And so we know the, the cost of this. Mm. And it's like the people that lived here before, they bought high-end everything mm. from the flooring up, the fixtures, the appliances, the, you know, the countertops, everything mm-hmm. that they did to this home, they mm-hmm. did high-end. Well, a lot of the homes had this flooring that was like a very thin laminate on top of tile and it had that kind of uh sound that just you walk on it and it just sounds cheap a lot of homes we had the thought of as we're walking through it just racking up the dollars of all the projects that we were going to do oh it needs a new kitchen and oh it needs a new bathroom and new laundry setup and new flooring and this one ryan and i love wine we just did a trip to napa and you would just to pick this home for us, it's like how yeah. much, re- yeah. yes, new in our heart, how much just the little details matter. Like, I really do believe God is in the details. He right. loves every minute moment of the sunset right. he's painted. And for example, the floors, so like I said, we love wine. Our, our floors are French oak, double smoked, wire brushed floors. And if you know anything about wine, it's often aged in French oak barrels. Oh, okay. Anyways, so we're like the wine in our home aging and getting better over time. And And then this beautifully landscaped backyard. Oh, my goodness. So many uh, mature trees, a Granny Smith apple tree, a beautiful grapevine. Yeah, we have a grapevine. (laughs) Our yard is very small, but it's incredible how many plants got put in there and we even have an apple tree and if you know me at all you know that I love visual dates and we yes. have a date palm yes I can't get over it it's truly mind-boggling right. we've got a plumeria that this is also interesting when we were in Maui we didn't see any plumeria trees that had two colors on the same tree right. but somehow ours has both white petals with yellow centers and then pink, pink with white and yellow centers right. all on the same tree. And you have so. a couple of citrus trees. Yeah. One, yes. I haven't figured out what kind of citrus yet, but hopefully it'll blossom soon. Right. And we'll see. So and all kinds of succulents and aloe vera plants and mm-hmm. just a lot of really beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful and even and a rose bush. Oh, yes. Yes. I am thinking about our places we were moving out of our apartment right before this and getting the security deposit back and everything, mm-hmm. there was this moment where, I don't know if you guys have ever done air candles. 
Oh, yeah. Did let's you... tell about the ear candles. Yeah. Yes. So I have heard about ear candles, but I've never done them. And I didn't really know what they were for. So it's essentially muslin, a little strip of fabric. Like mm-hmm. think of what you'd wrap a wound with. Uh, and then it's dipped in beeswax. Mm-hmm. And it's made into the shape of a hollow cone. And it's about a foot long, and you basically tilt your head on one side, and you can't do it by yourself. Right. But you have someone else help you, and the ear candle sticking perpendicular, like up out from mm-hmm. your ear, and you light it and you burn it. And what happens is the heat creates a vacuum, right? And it pulls the wax out of your ear, right? And what? And if there's stuff in your inner ear, it yeah. gets it moving. Like if you're someone who deals with dizziness, or even we've heard now after we did this and read more about it, that if you have a sinus infection or ear infection, right. it's really helpful with right. that. Even if you have a cold, like all of the fluid, mm-hmm. it helps pull all of that out. So, right. but there's a learning curve to yeah. learn how to do an ear yeah, candle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so take this note. Do not do it on top of carpet. <laughs> but oh, I was laying down on the rug on our carpet, and Ryan had put a little towel on top of me. And as the candle burns down, you just have to imagine it's basically an open flame of uh-huh. of cotton that can get a couple inches tall. Right. Just straight flame. It's not like a candle. It's it's a lot bigger. So what you're supposed to do is you have a little tray and a pair of scissors. You clip off the top. The top with the flame falls into your little tray Mm -hmm. and you just keep letting it burn until it gets a few inches from your ear. So as this is happening, it's a little nerve wracking the first time I would say, because you don't know what's happening. As you're getting it done to yourself, I remember hearing the crackling, yes, which yeah. was a very soothing sound. And it's warm. It's not yeah. painfully hot. And the little hot. vacuum kind of, it's the vacuum that causes the crackling because oh. it's pulling wax out. See, Ryan was saying he could hear this like sound okay. where he could hear <laughs> the things being pulled out of his ear. But as I was laying down, Ryan was cutting it, and he's left-handed, and this triggered us to get left-handed scissors, (laughs) but he was using the right-handed scissors, and he snipped it, and the two-inch long flame fell on the carpet. (laughs) All of a sudden, it first fell on the towel on top of me, so I was putting out the fire Uh on myself, and then the the carpet is burning. Anyways, I was able to go to Home Depot and get one of those little two-by-two swatches of carpet Mm -hmm. and I just cut out the bad part and watched a YouTube video on how to patch the carpet and anyways we got our whole security deposit back yeah your your (laughs) patchwork of course you are a very skilled artist and you were able to patch that very well yeah but anyways long story short Ryan then did the ear candles after me and he did the first one and he stood up and he goes, whoa, I just feel really imbalanced. Let's do the other. So we finished the other one. And he stood up and he was like, oh my goodness, I feel so clear. I can hear so clearly. And then he says, he's like, wow, I didn't realize how I felt so dizzy before. I thought that was just like how I am. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, like when we're at the grocery store shopping and you're pushing the cart, walking one way and you turn the next, he said he would get dizzy every time. Or if or, he'd like bend over right. to, you know, look under the sink or something, he'd get dizzy. And this totally cured it. Wow. So, 
Yeah. Wow. Did you guys have an eventful experience or? Well, we pulled a lot of stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other scary experience. Right, right. When you open you... up the last inch or so of the candle, all the stuff that was in your ear that the vacuum pulled out is there in the tube. and It's, it's pretty it, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. But very, uh, what is it? Uh, you can really see that it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels very effective just by right seeing. i would suggest going to somebody to have it done the first time that's a good idea why didn't we do that <laughs> oh because we always do things on the cheap yeah if, that's yeah, true we, we do our own nails we yeah yeah <laughs> cut our own hair <laughs> there you go candle our yeah. own ears yeah. we dye our own hair what yes, else yes. yeah except neither of us dye our hair right no, now we don't so you know when you're leaving to go someplace and the, the last thing you should do is empty your bladder? Yeah. <laughs> Whether you need to or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, this is a story about that. <laughs> so we're here in Southern California and I have uh, my younger brother lives like an hour and 15 minutes from where Mary Beth and Ryan live. Uh-huh. And uh, earlier this week, Mark and I went and rented a car uh-huh. and we went to visit him. Yeah. So we, uh, on the way there, I had, uh, well, actually right before I left, I had finished my morning tea. Yeah. Right. So that's a good size, maybe 20 ounces. Yeah. And then I took uh, my water with me. Yeah. And that's uh, maybe more than 20 ounces. And so we rent the car, we drive all the way to my brother's house, and um, he wants us to take him somewhere to, to see his financial guy. So, and we're, you know, kind of talking about all that kind of stuff. So we pick him up and I'm like, oh man, I really should use the restroom at my brother's house. But, you know, okay, we've got this appointment, let's go. Mm-hmm. So we get there and by the time we get there, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad. <laughs> In that state of mind where you're like mind over matter, you're like, body, you will not burst. <laughs> right. I can make it. Yeah. And there is something in your brain that just knows when you are near a toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that last, like, I don't know, 30 <laughs> seconds, that last minute, yeah. sometimes it's like, I just don't know that I can make it. <laughs> right? So, out a prayer. <laughs> so we get to his financial counselor, guys, whatever his name is, I don't know. We get yeah. to his office. And I just, I said to the gal right at the door, I said, where is the restroom? And she points me, it's like back and around the corner. It's always in the back. Right, right. Up this hallway, down the other one. And I get in there and I'm wearing a pair, I'm wearing leggings and this real flowy gauze type dress. Yeah. Right. And so I get in the restroom and I'm like holding my breath and telling myself, you can make it, you can make it, you can make it. I get my pants down and i barely sit and I start going I mean you know it's the type where you can't stop oh yeah no no and after I have started going I realized that the end of this flowy dress got hooked on the lid of the toilet and I am peeing through my gauze dress any other dress in the world that would not have worked it was amazing that I wore that dress that day because it just went right through and oh I'm gosh. like, oh, what am I going to so do? So what did you do? So I finished. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I did gather up my dress and push it up behind me. 
And I just sat there and thought for a minute, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? <laughs> right, right. And, you know, oh, man. So I, the dress was flowy and big yeah. enough that I could spin it around in front of me yeah. and wash it out in well, the sink. Well, that's good. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And then wring it out really well. And again, it's light and flowy. And, you know, light and flowy oh. does wring out really well. Yeah. And I used a whole lot of paper towels. Oh, yeah. I was in the bathroom with a hand dryer. No. <laughs> no, no. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, paper towels. And I wadded those all up in it. And um, it because of all the color to it, it's like a tie-dye. Yeah. You really couldn't tell that it was wet. <laughs> And I went into the office and I kind of sat on the edge of the chair and <laughs> gathered up the dress and pushed it behind me. And you like floofed it up <laughs> yes. like a cape so it didn't oh, hit man. the chair. And it was like oh, 85 degrees or so and it dried really fast. That's but so it was, funny. Uh, it was a bit hilarious. And I just, All the guys <laughs> were like looking at their watch. Yeah, like, I was gone Katie? for a while. Yeah. Did she fall in? Oh my goodness. What, what a day. It was just one of those things where you just couldn't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in the future, mm-hmm. I will, wherever I am, I will always empty my bladder before I get in the car, <laughs> no matter how bad I feel about using oh, someone's toilet. That's so good. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, my, my word to the wise is to always use the bathroom before going to the chiropractor. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, I I had a new chiropractor that I went to. Oh, and you just I haven't can't gone relax. back. He did so the whole like people. on your side thing, and I before I got to the office, this was maybe my second time coming, mm-hmm. and I think their receptionist was not good at documenting the time of the appointment because oh. the the first time I came in. I was there on time and she convinced me that I was 15 minutes late. And I was like, no, no, no. I have it in my phone. It was this time. And I kind of got reprimanded and I don't like public humiliation. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be on time for the second appointment. So I even called the day before and I made sure my appointment's at 9 a.m. So I'm flying out the door. I'm on my way there. I didn't use the bathroom. I had my morning coffee. And if coffee does to you what it does to me that meant I needed a bathroom in the near future and I get there and I make it in she doesn't scold me I made it on time I'm sitting there I'm waiting you know and then they make you wait you get there on time and then the chiropractor does all the other people and 15 minutes later they're ready for you so he comes in and I could just hear my stomach like you know growling (laughs) and I'm like oh lord jesus and he's like, okay, lay on your side. And he does the whole crack thing. And oh, I farted yeah, so loud. A lot so of people loud. fart in And office. I literally, I just didn't say a word. I was like, yeah. I can't even apologize. Yeah. I don't even, like, I'm so humiliated. I didn't make eye contact with him. And I just left and I never went back. <laughs> oh, no. for tuning into today's episode. Remember, always use the bathroom first. <laughs> and after you do that, email us your questions. Our email is in the description. Have a great day. Bye.